Hello and welcome to another episode of Domversations. I am so excited about this episode, you guys. I am from, well, I'm 51 years old, so I am Gen X. I think it's Gen X, right? It's not Gen Z. You'd think I would research that before I actually turn on the mic, but here we are. Um, We're going to talk about the 80s today, guys, and why it was the greatest decade of all time. So I hope you're ready for this because, well, if you're from growing up in the 80s, then you don't need me to sell it. It was the best ever. If you are too young or too old to know or appreciate what the 80s were all about and what it was like to be a tween and teen in the 80s, I'm sure you're curious and you want to know why was it so great? Why do we hype it up? Why do we think it's the best ever? Well, I'm about to tell you. It was the greatest time for pop culture. We had the best movies. We had the best music, which I know is debatable. Every generation thinks that their music of their decade was the best ever. But truly, the 80s, you it's when music was real music. Um, the 70s were close. The 70s I liked and the 90s, I know my kids would argue with me, the 90s are the best, but the 80s, it's the music you can just have in the background and have it playing and it's catchy, all of that. We had the best TV shows, we had the best toys, we had the best arcade games. It's the decade that's the most often associated with nostalgia, with the style of clothes, all of it, just the best. So we're going to we're going to narrow it down by categories here. So the first category movies. Now, anybody that knows me knows I am not a huge movie person. Now, I currently am not. But the 80s, yes I was. I loved all the 80s movies. Star Wars started in 1977, but that was the original. Then came Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi in the 80s. And that was the best time in the world to be alive. Star Wars, yes, I am a huge Star Wars nerd. I loved all of it. Primarily because Han Solo was hot. Sorry. I mean, yes, the storyline was great. And it was funny. It was a movie that you could go see with your family at the drive-in when there were still drive-ins. And it, it was just family-friendly sci-fi was involved it was when sci-fi was really getting a huge start because of Spielberg and George Lucas George Lucas sorry George Lucas um, but the Spielberg era uh, he ma- he made classic movies E.T. Goonies all the Indiana Jones hello Harrison Ford again all those movies were great back to the future See, if anybody is not catching on to this, which I know if you're from the 80s, you already know, that there were sequels because the movies were so great. They weren't making sequels because they were running out of material. There was so much more to be discovered, and that's why there were sequels. Best movies, all of them. Ghostbusters, Beverly Hills Cop, Top Gun, Crocodile Dundee, Three Men and a Baby, uh, Gremlins. Oh my gosh love that movie and Batman now the Batman with Michael Keaton where Prince did the soundtrack yes that was the epitome of the best Batman movie of all time so uh speaking of Prince the music the 80s brought such variety for music they had 
anything from heavy metal, you know, where you had the guys that looked, the big hair bands, guys that looked like um, manly women. I don't know how to say it. <laughs> Guy liner and, you know, Twisted Sister. Oh, and then MTV with all the music videos. Oh, my gosh. It, it was so awesome to grow up and like I would go and babysit for my cousins and we didn't have cable. So we would go to my cousin's house and babysit and they had MTV and you would have thought, I mean, it was the end all be all. And you could watch Michael Jackson and Madonna and U2 all and, you know, Run DMC, all of these bands that made videos and the videos were just like little tiny movies just for us where you could just watch and see all of the people that you just love to listen to in person. Um, they had Devo came out with Whip It. You know, that seemed like so sci-fi and so <laughs> uh, forward. And death metal, Metallica. Disco was making its way out. So it was just the 80s were just still featuring Rolling Stones and Queen and um, classic bands like that. But... When MTV launched in 1981, it just changed the way that everyone consumed music. They, the bands and the artists had to learn a new way to present themselves just because it was a visual medium. It wasn't just listening to um, the next album that dropped. So the top selling albums, 1980, Pink Floyd, The Wall, 1981, REO Speedwagon, High Infidelity, 1982, Asia, with the album titled Asia, 1983, Michael Jackson's Thriller, huge Michael Jackson fan, 1984, Thriller again, 1985, Bruce Springsteen, Born in the USA, 1986, Whitney Houston, with uh, the self-titled Whitney Houston, 1987, Bon Jovi, Slippery When Wet, Bon Jovi. Oh my gosh. Okay. 1988, George Michael, Faith. And 1989, Bobby Brown, Don't Be Cruel. I remember having those songs playing when I was driving to work, when I was in high school. Uh, it just brings back so much nostalgia and memories. So the year-end Billboard number one songs of the 80s. 1980, Call Me, Blondie. 1981, Betty Davis Eyes, Kim Carnes. 1982, Let's get physical. Olivia Newton-John. 1983, Every Breath You Take by The Police. 1984, When Doves Cry, Prince. Biggest Prince fan of all time here. 1985, Careless Whisper by Wham. 1986, That's What Friends Are For, Dion and Friends. 1987, Walk Like an Egyptian. The Bangles. 1988, Faith, George Michael, and 1989, Look Away, Chicago. I forgot about Chicago. They were a really good band, too. You would listen to your favorite music artist on tape. And if you had multiple artists that you liked to listen to, you would make a mixtape. Anybody in the 80s knows exactly what I'm talking about. You'd get the Memorex tape and you'd be so excited and you'd listen to some songs on the radio and try and capture the whole thing with the DJ not interrupting and yeah the mixtape um you could make one and give it to your boyfriend or your girlfriend show how much you were in love with them 
and uh, you would play it in your Walkman, which was a whole other thing of the 80s. The 80s, uh, you could carry your music along with you. That was long before the iPod and your phone that would play everything that you would want. You just had your Walkman and you could listen to whatever you wanted. Hip hop came out in the 80s. It was the first time there were MCs and then the my kids are gonna hate this episode um anyway yeah run dmc ll cool j grandmaster flash a tribe called quest all of those bands uh snoop dogg was up and coming getting ready to happen gangster rap nwa easy e ice cube um okay and then we come to the close it, the more neon, the better. The hair, yes. Scrunchies, big, huge perms, baby bangs or huge bangs. The higher, the bigger, <laughs> the better. Converse high tops were a big deal. Any type of uh, white high top basketball shoes, acid wash jeans. Yes, that was, oh, head to toe, people would wear that. That was like a big deal. Leg warmers, bike shorts. Tons of spandex. Um, baggy clothes were really in. Big gold, gold chains. White Adidas shoes. Punk style started to come in. Um, Cindy Lauper was really popular. Um, so, she, you know, she had like the shaved head on one side and neon hair. And that seemed so super uh, retro. And um, so after all of that, we get to the TV shows. Thursdays and Fridays were like a huge night to watch TV. You would be watching Growing Pains, Who's the Boss, Family Ties, Webster, Full House, Cheers, ALF, The Wonder Years, The A-Team, The Dukes of Hazard. Oh my gosh, I loved that show. Not just because of Bo and Luke Duke, but me and my little brother would watch that and just... Anyway, uh, Knight Rider and um, also Fantasy Island, Love Boat. Oh, my gosh. All of those were just so great. The number one show, though, was The Cosby Show. I think that was the number one from 1985 to 1990. It, it was just a huge hit. It was a great family show. That show was, it still would be. I think you could play any episode and it would still be relevant. It was just all about growing up in a, a regular house um the cosby show family ties murder she wrote 60 minutes cheers dallas dynasty the golden girls miami vice who's the boss uh all of those sitcoms were just they were just the best and you could well not all of them are sitcoms D dallas and dynasty those were like nighttime soap operas and you know everybody wanted to know who shot jr it was a big deal um, okay, so then, yes, we get into video games. Video games, you go to the bowling alley, you'd go anywhere, arcades, and there would just be, they'd be lined up, and everybody wanted to play Pac-Man and Ms. Pac-Man, and Nintendo got released in 1986, and that was the best-selling console of its time, and it completely changed the industry, because then they um, had Sega and Sega Genesis that came out with all these games, um, so some of the top selling games of the 1980s were Super Mario Brothers, Tetris, Duck Hunt, Super Mario Land, Super Mario Brothers 3, 
Super Mario Brothers 2, Pac-Man, The Legend of Zelda, Zelda 2, The Adventure of Link, and Exciteball and Pitfall. <laughs> Remember Pitfall? Oh, and he's going over those alligators. Anyway, um, yeah, the, the 80s were just the best time to be alive. I hope for future generations that they get to go through some type of huge decade like the generation of my upbringing. It was so fun. And if you lived it, you know. Anyway, um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'm sure if you're from the 80s, you did. But uh, yeah, any feedback or if you have any comments about any of this, DM me on any of the socials and I'll be sure to add it in a future episode. Thanks, guys.